Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
And gentlemen, it is time for the word of God. The song of the Spirit is about to be delivered into your hands. Something good is going to happen to you. Sing it with me. This is the moment. Something good is about to happen to you.
you believe something good is passing your way? Are you sure? Then you are going to receive a good thing before you leave today. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory for this morning. Thank you for your presence here. You are here because of us. And we are here because of you. We pray that as it is in heaven, every of your plans and your will for our lives will come to pass. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Let's take our seats. Wow. Did you come with your books or your tablet, not your phones? Especially your book. Amen. Wonderful. So, are you happy to be in church? Are you sure you're happy? Let's turn about to 2 Corinthians 3, 17. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. This mask, one day you're all removing, I see your face, face to face. 2 Corinthians said, Now the Lord is that spirit. Hallelujah. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. Where what is? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And um, for most of you, as long as the moment you got born again, the Spirit of God entered into you. And as long as you have the Spirit of God in you, you are liberated. Hallelujah. You are, you are liberated. So it's very important. But when you have your Spirit, I have my, the Spirit of God, you also have your Spirit of God, we all come together. We become a powerful force. Hallelujah. We become a very powerful force. That's the force of the assembling. And so when you go to Psalm 122, Psalm 122, it says that, I was, Psalm 122, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the disco. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go and visit a friend. Is that what the Bible says? Those at the back, we are part of the service. Is that what the Bible says? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go where... Let us go where? So there is a place called the house of the Lord. And now we know that it is the church of God. Hallelujah. The church of God, which is a family of the church that is housed in a place in our time and in this sense. And therefore, we must always want to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is and where you are also liberated. Amen. If there's any place the devil doesn't want you to go, it is to come to the church of God. You know, people always tell that it's not church. The Spirit of God is in you. It's not church. The Spirit of God is in you. But I need to tell you that, yes, Jesus wouldn't have said where two or three are gathered. And Jesus wouldn't have been gathering people to preach to them. There's also something called the power of the assembling. And there's also something in Hebrews 10, 20, 25 that says that not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. You see, there is a reason for that. So I want to encourage you to keep coming to the assembling, keep coming to church, 
and you would, you would, you would you'd be blessed with all the things that happen when there is church. Now, church is where the Spirit of the Lord is, and the Spirit of the Lord also needs a certain atmosphere to operate as we started the other time. Because there's certain atmosphere, if there's an atmosphere of confusion, atmosphere of hatred, atmosphere of quarrels and everything, the Spirit of God will not be able to move. Hallelujah. There must be a certain kind of atmosphere. There must be a certain kind of condition for the Spirit of God to move. We recently talked about the conditions of faith to operate. And said so that you can have faith, but you also need a certain condition for faith to do, for faith to work. So you also need a certain condition for the church to operate. And we said that one of the conditions that we need is a condition of love, faithfulness, and unity, etc. And also, those are very, very, very important. And so, we started talking about one of the most important things that we need for faith, sorry, for the Spirit of God to move in the church. And that is why we chose this book for this period Loyalty and disloyalty. Amen. And uh, we said that if you have loyalty, it helps us to do what? Have a what? Have a what? Mega church. Please, because your mouth, you have to shout small. Because of you, you whisper. And I see that your, your eyes, so I don't know whether I give me a sign or whatever. So, to have what? A mega church. That's one of the reasons for this condition. What's the other reason for the condition? To have what? Sorry? For the love of God to fill the church. For the love of God to fill the church. Then what else? Sorry? Fight the faith call on. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you remember? Oh, it's like your engagement Bible. Okay. Fight the faith column. The next one. To have a large and a successful ministerial team. What's the next one? To have a long a ministry that will outlast us, isn't it? Good. Then we said it is good to know about loyalty. But it's also very important to know how loyal, this loyalty comes. And how to remain loyal. And we said that loyalty today is not loyalty tomorrow. Because I've seen people preach about loyalty. To the extent I say, wow, what a message. The next time they themselves became disloyal. So it is very important that you see. It's, it's very obvious that when those signs came, you didn't, you know, take notice of it. Recently, somebody was telling me that he went to the clinic and they told him that your certain level is high and the cholesterol also is high. He knew it. And so I will do it. I will do something about it. But I realized it has taken a different turn. Do you see so it's important that you know the symptoms and the dangers that can happen if you don't deal with it. So we said loyalty doesn't just come. It comes through a certain process. And then when you see it, you deal with it in yourself. And if you have a friend, you, have a, you are in a group, you see anybody who has those tendencies, you also draw the te- person's attention to it. You get it? Because there are certain things that open doors for certain things. For instance, if, if you are a sanguine, do you see, if you are a sanguine, you are li- the devil is likely to find it easy 
for you to be touching people. You get it? Because sanguins are naturally like that. Sanguins touch. They like touching. They like talking. And they are nice people, so you want to be in their company. Do you get it? You want to be in their company. So because of that, it is easy for the devil to use that. Do you get it? Melancholics naturally uh, even where everybody is happy, they are not happy. Do you get it? And then, other, so it is, it is if, you, you want to, if you want to see the spirit of depression, you say often the devil uses that weakness you have or that character trait you have. Is it character trait or temperament? Yes, that temperament, to, he will use it to let that depression come. Do you get it? Because you're always moody. Even when everybody's happy, you're not happy. You get, so you use that thing. So when, and then, so the, Satan is always looking for certain character traits and things to pass through. If you are phlegmatic, you are lazy. One of the things you are lazy. One day you can be at one way for a long time. Do you get it? That one too, let me know your weakness. And if you are, what again, the last one? Ah, if you are choleric. You see, if you are choleric, that one to the devil will use that. So, what I'm saying is that, so when you see certain traits, it's important that you point out. You see, and the traits also sometimes help to hasten all those things. So, what's the first sign, or one of the, one of the initial signs that disloyalty can easily start? Independent. You see, if you see, you know, some people, they are naturally independent. Especially cholerics. They are natural, they are natural want to do what they want to do, which is not bad in itself. You get it. But I'm saying that thing also is what the devil can use against you to become disloyal. Do you get it? The mayor, you can say it as it is. Who says don't say it as it is? Say it as it is. Do you get it? But you must also know there's a scripture that says that the Lord has given me the tongue of the learned. Thou know when and how to speak a word in season. To him that is where I think Isaiah 45. That is also know that that is what the Bible says. The word, a word fitly spoken is like apples of silver in pictures of gold. Is that not so? Yes. So you can say, but there's a time for every a time to speak and a time to keep quiet. And the mere father here, you can say. That's me, you, you, you should talk. You get it. But there's a time to speak and a time to keep quiet. Do you get it? Even if you see prophets, you see that the Bible says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. So even if, if you see prophets, so I said, the, so the prophet said there's a time to talk and a time not to talk. Because every, everybody is in control of whatever. If, if you can't control what is on you, and if you're uncle, then it's all the spirit of God. You're uncontrollable. Do you get it? So you see that whatever it is, whatever it is, you need to know that there's a, there's a good in it, there can also be a bad in it. And you need to accept it. So independence, and we, all, we got about independence, I don't want to go into it again. What's the next one? Offense. Offense. See, now you have your book, so you, can, you are talking. Book makes you bold. Offense. Offense. And you see, Bible says, offense is, is, is bound to come. Do you get it? After offenses, there's so far as you are in the midst of human beings, offenses will come. If anybody steps on your toe, just he, to look for some hot water and, 
heal the toe and just let's flow. Amen. Offense. What's the next one? Passivity. You get your point now. You don't do it. You say neither good nor evil. It's like you are so bored now. When you come to church, you don't do anything. But the church, you come. But you don't do anything. What's the next one? Critical. It's not critical. Critical. Now you become critical. It's no wonder that being critical is after passivity. It's when you stand outside that you always see what is wrong. But when you are in the thing, you don't see it. It's always when you stand out. Then you see. Have you two seen that all of us are good scorers when we are, we are watching football? We know that Rashford should have scored. There's no way, but you go and be there yourself. When you fire, you see where the ball will go to. Do you see? So critical. Then wait, what again? Political. Political. Political is when you are trying to involve others. You see, now you, are, you have become a citizen. I want to let others know that there's a problem. There's a problem around. It had never occurred to them that there's a problem around. But now you start saying, hey, have you two heard? A lot of people are saying that these days, a lot of people are saying, when you go ask, how many people are saying it? Well, he, his spirit, and his flesh. Three people, that is he, the body, the spirit, and the flesh. He alone. The body, the spirit, and the soul. He alone. Then going for maybe the wife. They are the only ones. See, a lot of people are saying, a lot of people. They, see, when people start making such statements, they want followers. They want people to still. St- so now you also, hey, eh, me have a head, oh. Then you also want to go. And, so when you also go and ask them, have you also heard, you are just helping to spread one district, one factory. That's what they are trying to spread. That's what they are trying to say. So now it has become political, involving people. Amen. Then the next one is what? Deception. Deception is that one. You get your point, you are deceived. Do you get it? I mean, can you imagine? Satan actually thought that he could become God. They said, you see, the spirit of deception is strong. So strong. So strong. You are so deceived that you can live without your husband. So deceived that you can live without. Yeah, it's so strong. Then he said, I'm leaving him. I'm going. Then you leave the marriage. Then, you see, deception. The next one is what? Open rebellion. Open rebellion is when you openly now declare that you are wrong. Like Satan. Now he started fighting a battle with God. And now let's fight. Stand here. Let me and my people also stand here and let's fight. That's open rebellion. You get any, you see people openly rebelling, fighting. Somebody can talk, he, and, he, he or she and the pastor can exchange words publicly. Exchange words. Or can you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk. Hey, Facebook, social media, whatever. That they call open rebellion. Do you get it? And then the last is what? Execution. Okay, today I want to briefly talk about the culture of allegiance. That's chapter 3. We, that's why you have the book. We may not finish all within the time we want to do it, all the chapters. So read it yourselves and then you see, the culture of... And how many of you know that a culture is a very important thing? You know, 
A culture can be defined as the way we think and the way we do things around here. The way we think and the way we do things around here is as simple as that. The way we think and the way we do things around here. And a culture can be good or bad, but a culture is very important to have it. Amen. And there are places that when you go, and the, it's a certain, certain people, if you look at many rich nations, you realize that what has made them rich is a certain culture. Yeah. A way of life, a way of doing things. If you look at Europe, you can see that all over, you see that they have a certain culture. The way they do things. And you can see that the way they do things also is what has made them rich. Yeah. So a culture can make you rich or can also or make you. Yeah. The way we do things. For instance, if you go to Europe, they have a certain culture of time. How many of you know the culture of time? Yes. When they say what? When they say one, it's one o'clock. Is that also? It's a culture. It's a culture they've developed. Do you get it? When they say one, it's one. But we, when we say one, what do we say? Sorry? We say one for three. We say one for three. We say three for four. Do you get it? Because that's what the culture we have developed. Three for four, one. So as we are saying one o'clock, it's not one o'clock. One, can you mind, can you say one or two or three? Three hours difference. How can you say one or two or three? Do you get it? So the culture is very important. And your culture can either make you rich or poor. That's a certain culture must be looked at. You know, this thing, is it making us rich? Is it making us poor? Is it making us whatever? Do you understand? But it's a good thing to have a culture. Because sometimes a culture identifies a, a people. A culture identifies a people. Do you get it? I was being told that if you, the, one of the reasons why the monarchy in the um, UK is so powerful without any political backing, it's a certain culture that has been associated with it over the years. Certain culture. I was told that if you are going to meet the queen, hmm, they will tell you what to wear, what when to come. They will tell you what the color to wear. And then the, even the shaking of hands, it's this, and you must also wear gloves before you can shake a hand. A way of life. You can't talk when she's talking. And I hear when they, they serve food, when she comes and she starts eating, everybody eats. When she stops, everyone stops. Yeah. Can you believe it? When she's, she's there, she starts, everybody should eat. When she stops, she should also stop. And then they will start, if, it, if it's first course, when they are coming, so when they, and when they are coming to clear their, let's say, their plate for the first, they will clear everything, whether you've eaten or not. They will clear everything. That's it. They will tell you. They will tell you. And no one wears the color she wears. No one wears. So that's why they will tell you even the color to wear. It's a culture. They will tell you the color to wear. So when she comes, she's the only one who wear that color that she's wearing. Otherwise, no, the protocol person will be hot. It's a culture. 
That is why he fetches, the, the monarch fetches them millions of pounds a year. You may think that it's just there. Millions of pounds a year. Amen. Even in our country, if you go to the Ashanti uh, um, kingdom, it's like that. You see, it's like that. You see that there's certain, you can't, I know there are so many things you can't do in the presence of the Asantehene. And so they will tell you what to say, what to do, what not to say, what not, yeah. But I've seen some too that we can play dumb with them. We can do everything with them. <laughs> do you see? But that is, you can't do that. It's a certain... I don't know why I said I do it. But it's a certain culture. Are you getting it? So a culture is a good thing. And we need to develop a certain... See, the, the culture of a church is also important. And it's important a church to also have a culture. Amen. Like, for instance, we have a certain culture in this church that when we all believe, let's say, in one phrase or term, terminology, we all say it. So when you hear mercy, you go to every lighthouse and say, you hear, you hear, you hear, forgive, mercy. What a shock. And then sometimes to what you say will let us know that you are not current. Because what a shot has passed. Something else has come. So all those things, yeah, it's a culture. Do you get it? It's a culture. And it's not bad. It binds people together. It holds people together. It is nice even for people to know you as a, for instance, people call us a, the loyalty church. Do you get it? It's, it's kind of a culture that has been developed. And you got to be proud of your culture. Yeah. You got to be proud of your culture. Oh, born some, born some year. Ah. You got to be proud of your culture. I mean, we have a lot of culture that we do. Can I say a lot of cultures? We have a lot of culture in the system. You're not sure, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of culture in the system. Do you get it? For instance, in Ghana, it is okay to see those days, it wasn't so okay. But now it's okay to see a big man by the roadside wooing and shaking the thing like that. Wooing and shaking the thing like that. These days they're so common. So common. You see a cow, nice cow, while parked in the middle of the road. And we all pass it, looking at us. But elsewhere, the same people elsewhere, when the thing comes, you keep it. You keep it down till you find the nearest restaurant or wherever to go and be free. Do you see? So, it's a culture. So, a culture is, and that is what has made those places. See, a place without a culture, it's not, in every place, there's not a culture, if you like, holding people together. It's, it's, it's some way. There's chaos, there's, there's, there's it, nothing binds them together. For instance, we have a certain culture of encouraging beloved dosing. No, we say beloved, beloved, beloved. Do you have a beloved? It's a nice culture. And it's our culture. Do you have a beloved? Oh, get a beloved. Oh, marry. We encourage it. Marry early. It's a culture when we are not, we are not ashamed of it. We are not ashamed of it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, we have to have 
a catcher. You are listening to this. So how can this be good? This is, I'm reading from the book. Say, I recall, oh, okay, let me, this one. I remember once I was in South Africa to minister. I interacted with several assistant pastors and leaders. Throughout my interactions, I noticed a certain reverence and genuine love that all the associates seemed to have for their senior pastor. Never once was there any sarcastic remark from anyone. They seem to sincerely love and respect their pastor. Is this wrong? Is it, is it a bad culture? It is a good thing. It's a good thing to go and notice that there is something like this going on. Do you get it? I recall also being in another church where the contrast was unmistakable. I found assistant pastors who did not hesitate to make sarcastic comments about their head pastor behind his back. They seemed to think that they were gaining my sympathy by applauding different aspects about my church while maintaining an unfavorable picture of their own church. Can you imagine? It's a bad culture. I remember one of the pastors said, Oh, I like your church building. It's simple and practical. Listen, he continued, You know our man. You're referring to his pastor. You know our man. He have, we, have been, we have been doing this expensive project for many years, and we are getting nowhere. I mean, what sort of thing is that? One person enters your church, by the time you finish, you have said everything. It's a bad culture. I remember another time I was officiating a wedding. The bride was from my church, and the bride goes to another church. I asked my associate to perform the nuptial ceremony so that I would preach. Then after the service, this pastor be, who belonged to a bridegroom church approached me and said, I'm very happy to meet you. I like your style. You see, I'm glad to meet you, Bishop. I'm glad to meet you, a bishop who allows his associate to participate in the ceremony. You know, at our place, things are different. A man, the bishop, will not have allowed anybody else to play a prominent role. Do you get it? So you realize that if you have such an atmosphere, and I remember when I was talking to a pastor, he was also saying the same thing. We were standing around the, where they built the, I mean, Cornerstone area. He was saying so many things about his church. When he finished, I asked him, Abba, if you are saying all this about your church, why are you still there? That's the question I asked him. And he was shocked. In fact, he, he didn't be, I didn't see him again one, and he didn't become my friend again. I never saw him again since then. Because he was just trying to praise lighthouse, you people, you are this, you people, you are this. You people. When he finished speaking, I said, then why don't you leave your church where you are? Because everything you are saying is bad. And you are still there. So why are you there? But you see, you'll be shocked also that in those churches, they don't have any culture. You see, they don't mind. So, but we have a culture. Amen. And it's important to develop a culture that will make the people look, if you like, united, identifiable. <laughs> identifiable, united. Are you get what I'm saying? So, let me get to five keys to the culture of loyalty. Because loyalty is a culture in this church. A strong, and if you are going to fight the, against the culture of the monarch in the UK, go and fight it. You will see the forces that will release against you. 
you like going fight the culture of the Ashanti kingdom, you will see the forces. People who put political affiliations aside say, Charlie, Charlie, where are you? Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. So, the first key, because we that culture is a good culture. The culture is what has brought us this far. Do you get it? It's a good culture. So the first key is the key of the north wind. The key of what? The key of what? Proverbs 25, 23. Proverbs 25, 23. Can we all read it together? Proverbs 25, 23. Can we all read it together? So that an angry countenance, a backbiting tongue. The north wind driveth away rain. It's so powerful. You see, the north wind is so powerful that when it's about to rain, it can come and blow the rain away. Do you get it? And the Bible said that an angry countenance can also behave like that and drive away a backbiting tongue. That's what the Bible is saying. An angry countenance. That means that Somebody comes to you and is coming to say something bad or gossip to you about somebody. You get it? Now, Bible is saying that you can stop that thing by an angry face, a facial expression. Hallelujah. But that's what the Bible says. And the northern drives away rain. So, an angry countenance drive it away a backbiting tongue some of you your countenance is so accommodating so every every gossip everything that can be able to come to you to come and t- talk to you about it do you get it but as soon as the person started you squeeze your face like the person came hey have you heard have you heard what what that would be the end it will drive away the rain. What backbiting? Have, have I heard what? What? And every, have you heard, eh, what is the latest failure? You see, you, are not, you don't have the, the key of the north wind. And Bishop gives an example in the book where he went for a program. And then the pastor was going to take another offering. And so he turned to the, a lady was sitting by him. And he turned to the lady and said, oh, the, why are they taking too, too many offerings like that? And said, the lady looked at him. Then he was quiet. From that day, in fact, the lady actually became a, later became his spiritual mother. Because from that day, he realized that, hey, Charlie, it's not easy. So you must be able to have a certain expression in your, on your face, that people can't tell you things. Because me, honestly, some people say, oh, this person told me this person. That. As I said, I always said, why don't they come and tell me? Because nobody tells me some of these things. Nobody tells me some of these things. Because when you start, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. It doesn't, I mean, for instance, when the prophet came, he asked me, oh, would I want to, some of the things he asked, should he, should he say, Pastor, don't say it public. Okay, so who wants to say, let Bishop David here, that's all. 
And first of all, I'm not going to ask him what he said to this. Well, it's, not my, it, it's not my business. Do you get it? I, honestly, I don't have time for so many things. Do you get it? So I said, okay. And he would deal with it. He would pray. He would do everything. It's as simple as that. But some of you, everything. You have become like a trash can. And you are a trash can. If you are like that, the person saw a trash can. The person looked inside the church, inside the fellowship, inside the placenta, and well, you are the one who is the trash can. You are the one who can accommodate all nonsense. That's why you are part of that group. Why come some people are not in that group? Because they are not like that. They are not like that. If you are in a fellowship, you are in ministry, anybody starts it, they say, what? 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 What has he done? What has, you are, what has he done? Please, please. If you have any problem, I'm not the head pastor. Go to the head pastor. I'm not the head, I'm not a solution center. Go to the head pastor. That's all. It's not like don't say it to, but go to the right source. If you have a problem, why can't you talk about it? But go to the right source because you know that what is what you are attempting to do is a bad thing. That's why you are going under. Look at the thirty, the quarter as a quarter, the one third of the angels Satan got. How did he get them? Are you get what I'm saying? So you should be very, very. Let your face, let your face show that you can't tell me certain things. Yeah. For you, you are a girl. Everybody is proposing to you. Ah, since you entered that company, everybody is proposing to you. But why? why there's something wrong with you. If not you to your face is inviting. You have a certain inviting attitude. Because you also realize you are not the most beautiful person there. And yet everybody is calling you. Everybody is taking your number. Everybody is texting you. Everybody is sending you emojis like that. Why? There is something invi- invitational. Invita- golf invitational tournament. There's some invitational something about you. That everyone is going to. It's not because you are beautiful. There are some beautiful ones, when they see them, they are afraid. Afraid. You get what I'm saying? Key of constant pruning. We are creating what? That's how a culture is created. Do you get it? So, the culture of loyalty. You have to make your face. You know, there are some people here, I know you can never go and talk to them about me. But there are some people too here, I know if I hear anything bad, you are the one I'll come and ask. <laughs> hey! Hmm. To have a culture of loyalty, you must constantly prune out the slayer elements that find their way into our midst. Definitely some people find their way into the system. And the way they have sweet voice, sweet uh, uh, tongues. Uh, I believe that no one should stay on in a church when he or she does. Listen to it. No one should stay on in a church when he or she does not want to. When he or she does not what? Want to. You don't have to be there. If you don't want to. That is why there must always be a way of constantly pruning. Doing things to see what will happen. Hallelujah. 
Because one, one bad nut, how many of you have chewed gar nut before? And you were enjoying it. Bah, until one bad nut. Not that it was even spot. Either one bad nut or one stone. You are happily enjoying the thing, and suddenly some stone be passed to and it will spoil your whole enjoyment. Do you get it? That's what happened. Those people who creep in. So if you don't want to stay, a culture must be in such a way that the culture must be in such a way that you have to just move out. It is not by force. It is not by force at all. Amen. One Corinthians five six. He said, your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little living, a little living, living at the whole lamp. Look, I've seen good people, nice people, who, because of the presence of a living, which was allowed or was allowed to be in the city for some time, have corrupted them. That today, their hearts are different. They can't, nothing else can be done to them again. Because they have been corrupted. But when that living came, if you had immediately removed the living, do you get If you have immediately removed the living, it would have suddenly solved the problem. Yes. It would have suddenly done what? Solved a problem. Amen. It says that, one pastor of a large church described how many unhappy experiences he underwent because he, re- he retained a pastor who did not want to stay on. I remember once I was somewhere and um, one pastor called me that this person says he wants to leave the church. Then my wife also called me that this person says he wants to leave the church. So I called the person for wherever I was saying, look, I'm come. when I come, we'll talk. So when I came, I took the person on a trip. We spoke, we spoke. So don't leave the person. Okay. Okay. I've now, I've heard I won't leave. <laughs> it wasn't long. The living that the person left there, eh? it wasn't even just the living. It was a blast. It was a bomb. Well, he had told me earlier on that I went, so don't go. Because it's okay. Because I knew why. I knew why he was leaving. So I said, oh, this is not a distant. And, and what I said to came to pass anyway. When he left, it also came to pass. This, 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 that. And he left. So I should have just allowed, because the person had been what? Contaminated. So I should have just allowed the person. But I said, oh, I was trying to talk to someone who had been contaminated. And it didn't work. And it usually doesn't work. It usually doesn't work. Amen. So normally, usually, what you do with the living is that you cast them out. Amen. So, are you here with me? So the key of what? The next one is the key of creating fire. It's a, it's, it's a key. Hallelujah. The key of doing what? And this book was written many years ago. At times, it is necessary to create conditions that expose disloyal elements within the team. And there is this scripture here, which is very nice. We use it severally. 
but let's use it here in this sense. Acts 28 verse 3. Acts 28 verse 3. He said, and when, and this is when they, they had a shipwreck and they went to this island of Milet. He said, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the what? Out of the what? And fastened on his hand. Now, the question here is that what made the serpent come, serpent come out? The fire. And all along, the serpent was lying with the wood, uh, with the, within the wood or with the wood, as if it was one of the wood. Yeah. The serpent was there cool with the wood. Comfortable. Getting nice music. Getting nice preaching. And doing all the damages. Undercover until the fire came. So sometimes you need to put people under pressure. You need to create fire to see what exactly is in their hearts. God created fire for Abraham. He gave him a child and created fire. Go and sacrifice your, your child. Go and kill your child. It was fire he created. And then after Abraham passed the test, he said, Now I know what is in your heart. Do you get it? So, difficult times and hard times brings out the true nature of people. Yeah. Difficult times and hard times is what brings out the true nature of people. The snake was among the sticks. The snake was among the sticks. It is when pressure comes. When fire is created then you will see whether the snake will come out or not. Hallelujah. And many times, especially if you, let's say, if you take the example of a church or many places, one of, the things, one of the fires you can create is the fire of transfer. <laughs> hey! Fire of transfer. Sometimes just transfer the person small. Me, I know somebody... Who was transferred and the fire the fire was being cooked but as the person was transferred let's say you are transferred from um, A to B but I knew that the other real transfer was actually to D do you get the real transfer was actually to D but to create fire we pass through B hey come and see manifestations and that it is because the D was so powerful that if the person has arrived at the D and this thing had been manifested it would have been a terrible situation do you get it so create pressure create fire to see what is there yes I know somebody whether in whatever I cannot tell, I can take you to where the person's, or the person's destination is now. But the person is all over the place. I can take you there. You can hold yourself. This is actually this person's place. This is this person's place. But one who 
confuse the person. Go mad. Do you get it? But the thing is there. Everything I've been written, every man's work must be tested. Yes. So the fire there, it must be created. When the fire was created for somebody, he even went and did a party with his family, everything. He has finished. He was going. I said, okay, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You are not going anywhere. Is this where you are going to? That's it. So you create fire. I'm not also saying that when the things guys say, this one is mock. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you need to create what? Fire. Not that you, even if you want to know people's real character, eh, put them under pressure. So that just put a, you will see what comes out. It's what shows the real whatever is there. So if you want to create a, law, a court of loyalty, you, you need to be able to dissolve a whole ministry and say, if you want to join, reapply. It's, it, yes, it's, you create fire. Those, and those who want to apply, will apply. Those who don't want, they don't want. That's all. So some of you, Basantes, who are struggling, I don't, I don't understand. You have old members who are not coming. They are not coming. And you want to change an old member who has been contaminated to be, you, you, are, you, you must be better than God. You must be better than God. Just dissolve the basanta, dissolve the center, uh, reapply. And say, all of you, if you want to join this thing again, apply and join. That's all. It's not by force. How many of you know that everything here is not by force? Everything is, is by, it's not by force, but you know what you gain. Yeah. You know what you gain from it. Are you get what I'm saying? So some of you, you say some of you, your worship leader is so bad. Some of you sentence, your worship leader is so bad. When he or she leads worship in the church, you know, you know that's why the church is not growing. Instead of, <laughs> so, create fire. Are you get what I'm saying? Create fire and see what will happen. Anything that you are under pressure to do, try and create fire with it. Are you get what I'm saying? I get what I'm saying. It's a culture. It's a culture in this church. We transfer. Don't we transfer? We transfer. It's a culture that in this church we use a lot of lay pastors. It's a culture. And many lay pastors are used who don't collect any money, who don't demand petrol, who don't demand maintenance, <laughs> maintenance fee, wear and tear of my car ties. And they don't demand anything like that. We use a lot of lay pastors. It's a, if you like, don't create that culture and go and start and see in your church. We see whether they will respond to you. But the work is, lay pastor work is not easy. It's very, it's, look, it's almost like, and some of you know you are like full time. Some of you, you do the church work more than your normal work. Yeah. Some don't, I know some, they don't sleep. I know some they don't sleep. But it's also they also they are not paid a dime by the church. They are not paid a dime by the church. She has worked with me for years. She doesn't I don't even if I attempt there will be a problem. I don't I don't give anything to her. Neither does she demand anything. Are you getting it? All those who play instruments, Brian and the rest, we don't pay them. They are lay ministers. We don't pay them for any, we don't pay them all, but the blessings they are getting, the blessings they are getting, once, 
when we started the church in Epaso, we got a group of instrumentalists. And then those days, many people were going around churches and they collect money. So when they came, they were in a group. When they came, they said they want to charge. So I tell them, no, yeah, we don't pay. And I advised them what to do because we were all young. I told them, I asked them, what do you do? They said, you go through this school. You do this, you do this, you do this. They didn't mind me. They all left. I heard this person was here, this person was this person. The only person who, 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 who minded me and responded was Pastor Kwame. Because he came with a group. It was Pastor Kwame. Today, today, he is the only one of that Lord that you can mention. Even one is dead. One is dead. He's the only one who was a two master's degree. The morning I said, look, this money you are collecting cannot be, but you know what? You went to school here. Go to this. Do this. Be faithful. Do, look at him today. Look at him today. The rest, I'm telling I mean, you go and play. Another time, someone else, someone else who plays better than you, then you will see that you will be taken off. How, how, how many churches are going to start to let people come and play dance for them? You don't develop anything. Pastor, you could go and ask him his batch. He's the only one who listened to what I said. And those people here, I tell them, do this, do this, do this, do this. I'm always on them. And you can go, if you like secret, you can go and ask them the advice they've received and what is happening in their lives. You go and ask them. Instead of giving them money, I will give you something that will make you rich. You will not depend on, you depend on God. Go and ask them. You see, so, and it's a culture. It's a culture that we've developed. And so they are happy. Are you not happy? But can you say if you are not happy? <laughs> Especially in church. <laughs> you see, Brian, listen, look at your beard. You are married. Playing this, look at your beard. You are married. Mm. Are you get what I'm saying? Is what future chairman. <laughs> you see, so the key, another key. Are you are you being blessed? Are you sure? This is this culture that has brought us where we are today. Yeah, it is culture that has brought us today. Do you get it? There are some of you who don't even know. Some of the people who have been here around and brought us here today. You don't know, but very soon you know them. The key of working with willing people only. The key of doing what? You see, work with people who are willing. Because you are working with somebody, the person doesn't believe you. The person doesn't trust the person. And you also, you still want to work with the person. Ah, why? You cannot succeed in that. You have to be able to, this person is willing to do what I'm asking him or her to do. And you can see a willing person by the way the person behaves and responds to things. Are you getting it? So, leaders, not, don't work with people who look talented, who look just, work with people who are willing, just willing and obedient. Work with them. And don't be afraid to use them. Don't be afraid at all. Because if the person is willing and the person comes, that whatever the person needs to work, God, will, see, God gives people to help you in the ministry he has given to you. So as long as the person is willing, the person comes closer. Even if the person is not up to it and is willing, God will let the person be able to do it. It's as simple as that. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must be what? Work with willing people. 
if you are working amazing place and you are supposed to be 80 people, always 30 people are coming. De- 80 minus 30 is what, Pastor Francis? 15, Francis. Ah, oh, I thought I had 15. 50. You get it. It is better to work on the willing 30 people. It is better. No, the 50 people, not like you are sacking them. They, they are that department they can join. But it's better to work with the willing 30 people and train the battalion. This willing 30 will become 150. But you are still on the unwilling 80 people in, on paper. And you are so happy, oh, we are 80. We are 120. We are 80. We are 120. Out of the 120, only 20 are willing. Only 20 are willing. I am not saying that, let's say, if I sent, as I've said, when you go to, my center is now five because we used to be 250. That is also, that's also a, a bad shepherd. A bad shepherd who doesn't look for the sheep. I'm not giving you a license to do that. If you have a good heart, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but I realize you have revised all your membership to me. You have to go to the person, even if the person is not willing, you have to know, can you join this other ministry? Can you join? That's what I'm talking about. Not that take your matter and go somewhere. No, that's not what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying. So, the last one. So you have to be what? Work with people who are willing. Willing. You know, when you work with willing people, you have peace. Oh. You have so much peace. And sometimes he said, they are, they, are, they are even pulling you. You give them one, they are pulling you to do four, and you are stopping them. That's you wait, wait, wait. You are going too much. You are going too fast. The last key, if the key of teaching against disloyalty. Is, it, is that in your book? The key of doing what? Constant teaching on the subject of loyalty and disloyalty are very important. You see, most people are ignorant of the involvement of the disloyalty process. In other words, many rebels, listen, many rebels are unaware of what they are doing. You see, because you don't teach about it, they don't know that what they are doing is actually spoiling something and it's wrong. But you don't talk about it. You see? So that's why constantly teaching. Constantly teaching. That's why if you realize we are... Because we believe that loyalty is for the reasons. To have a large and a successful ministry team. To have a, to, for love to fill the church. To fight the fifth column and all those. Because we know the importance of this. And a church that is multinational. Intercontinental. You need to emphasize on it. Maybe a certain church is me and my family and I. It's okay. You know, some pastors, they tell me they will never start a branch. Some church, they say, they, will, they say, okay. So one pastor said he will never start a branch. When they asked, he said that I cannot keep sending out doves who don't return. Hmm? Ravens, ravens who don't return. Do you understand? Do you understand ravens who don't return? Do you know, do you know the story of ravens who don't return? If you don't know, them, I will tell you. With me. With you know when the, um, Noah was in the ark, and then the, sea, the rain subsided and everything, Noah sent out a, um, a raven or a dove to go and see, you get it, whether it was okay. And they didn't, they, the first one didn't return. Do you get it? 
Then the next one, is it the third or the third one will return? The other one return with the um, olive um, and leaf. Olive leaf in the big come like that. And so he said that if he send out the raven, doesn't return. He said, I cannot keep sending ravens that do not return. So I won't start any branch. Some people don't start branches. So. Because look, it is a very difficult thing to maintain a branch. Hey, you send out a pastor to loyalty house. The way he comes, he builds a church like this. And air conditioners like that. And you tell the pastor that I'm transferring you to another place. Why? Why? It will not be easy. At all. But you need a certain kind of team that you can send and after so now move to another place. And the person will move. Easy. It's as simple as that. You need loyalty. And if that thing is not taught, it's not explained. If it's not, it's not explained. So if even Basenta, when they tell to hand over Basenta, he became head. Even Basenta, he became head. Eh? Are you getting what I'm saying? I think the example is clear. It's clear. Yes. So because of that, we have to constantly teach constantly remind ourselves because we have built a long lasting ministry something that something that i shouldn't be here one day and the church is working it that is what we are building i shouldn't be here one day and the church will be working it's as simple as that i shouldn't be here one day and the church will be working and even better and even better that's that's, that's how it should happen but we don't have that mind but if that is your mind you teach about it. But if my mind is to be here, me and my church and my family want to be one church, our message will be different. That's how I can be making saying that loyalty is not taught, it is end. Yeah, now you can say loyalty is not taught, it is end. Go try it and see. Because you have just two pastors under you. But if you have thousand pastors under you, you can have the you can have the luxury of saying loyalty is not taught by its end. Hmm. Try it and see. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, look at Pastor Charles. He's in boom. Kokompe. He also works. But one day I can tell Charles, Charles, I'm taking from Pompompe, Kokompe to Afienya. He should leave. Especially after I roof his church. Says, so it is what? Is it loyalty is not what? It's not taught. It is end. That's what I'm saying. I'm also not saying that I'm leaving. I'm just telling you that if that is the case, do you get it? So stop looking at my face and let's preach. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. I'm saying that teaching about it is important. Talk about it. Vaccination. Look at the virus that came. Some people say they don't believe. Some say they don't believe. Some say they believe whatever it is. But when you take the vaccine, you will at least you are you are protected. Mm-hmm. Me, I've taken one. I even want to take the third one. 
The only thing is so good. I wanted to, I wanted to take, after the astronauts, I wanted to take the, the Sputnik. Makes my head double. Double shot. Sure. <laughs> you get it? But I'm just joking. Don't go and take any. Listen. Are you get what I'm saying? Yolanda, are you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm preaching about? Are you sure? Do you understand the principle of creating fire? What does it mean? Remove it for once. Don't stand, you talk. Like if you have um, members with you, you have to set fire. Example, you say hey, anything. I didn't know that would cast long, so <laughs> I said, what fire? <laughs> hey, you're London. You need to cast long, sir. I said, fire. <laughs> Oh, they talk about the fraud. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, by so doing, you send them out to see. You try to test them to see yeah. their faithfulness. Yeah. <laughs> Put your hands together for your ladder. I'm Samida. I'm Samida. I understand what I'm saying. So how many of you have realized that some fire been created before that you realize that some people became yeah so let's have this culture and it's a good culture it's a good I'm telling you that is it one of the most attacked messages in this our time and I guess I just have been a loyalty message and it only means that that it's working it only means that it's working it's working against the enemy. Yeah. The enemy will wish that you all scatter. But because of that thing, you are all together. Why, yes, sir, and obey, yes, sir, As for Judas, it's about me, there'll be one. I've always told you that. But it's not you. Judas didn't come to church today, isn't it? Yes. So God bless you. Let's keep on building what we are building let's if you have the opportunity to open the north wind do you remember the north wind your facial expression when the person comes as soon as the person starts have you heard what what you see the person is going to swallow in fact the person will say something else oh I was going to talk to you about your new this in any day so don't let your, your home be a place that people come and discuss things and people say all manner of things to you. And there are some of you, people are still saying, even in, in all the messages that we are preaching, oh, in spite of all the things we are saying, it's still happening. But God have mercy and God deliver you. Amen. So, by the grace of God, we are going to keep to our culture, which is good, and God will bless us. Let's stand to our feet, everybody. And put your hands together for Jesus. I've been forgotten the six lanes the books I gave to you. I've not forgotten at all. Father, we want to thank you for today. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for the wonderful family you have given to us. Beautiful company. Beautiful church. And Lord, we shall, by the grace of God, stand against anything that the devil will try to do to disorganize us, 
to infiltrate and cause disloyalty amongst us. We pray that by the love of God, you keep us as one so that we will always create that atmosphere of the Holy Spirit to flow and to glorify you in our midst. So we shall work in the liberty wherein Christ has set us free so that when we come together, we shall experience the blessings of the presence of God in our midst. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you and give you praise in Jesus' name. If every eye closed, every head bowed, if today is your first time of coming to church, today is your first time of coming to church, or you've been to church before, but deep, deep down in your heart, you are not sure you are saved. You are not sure you are born again. You are not sure you go to heaven when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, as you preached and I said, I came to church, I felt in my heart that I needed to give my life to Jesus. I needed to be born again. I needed to go to heaven when I die. So, Pastor, please pray for me to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, please pray for me that God will forgive me of my sins. Whilst every head is bowed and every eye is closed, He wants me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus and to have your sins forgiven. Please close your eyes and lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Say, Pastor, pray for me. Close your eyes. You close your eyes. Don't, don't, don't open your eyes, young man, young woman. And lift up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up that hand up high above your head. God bless you. Lift up your hand. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wherever your hand is up, maybe I may not be able to see. I cannot see you. But whoever your hand is up, whoever's hand is up, and whoever you are, take a step of faith and come to me. Take a step of faith. Take your Bible. Take your phone. And take a step of faith and come to me. Ask us if you can help them to come. And church, put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. 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 You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. God, every eye closed again. Every eye closed. Maybe you didn't hear what I said. Every eye closed. Once again, you, your heart is beat. You know, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, today I want to live with Jesus in my heart. I want to live knowing that my sins are forgiven. I want to take Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Come and join these ones here. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come and join them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Wonderful. Now, I want to make another call. Maybe today is your first time of coming here. Very, very first time of coming here. You've never been here before and someone invited and you came. Can you give me a wave? You've never been here before. Someone invited you and you came. Can you give me a wave? This is your first time of coming. Apart from those standing here, give me a wave. Let me see. Give me a wave. Oh, wow. Okay, only one at the back. Only one at the back. Okay. One at the back. Take your Bible. Take your money. Take your everything. Come to me. Let him come to me. Is there him or her? Okay. Wow. 
Oh, okay, another person. Just two. Let's take our seats whilst they come. So, church, you see that this is one of the lowest invitations we've ever had in church. Because, eh, no, let him stand a second row with this one. This is one of the lowest invitations we've ever had. So, which means that you have stopped inviting people and we are stopping to grow. So, it is not good. It is not good and we need to evangelize. We need to ministries, pastors, fellowships, need to rise up centers you need to rise up as centers and do what you need to do amen when those of you here i want to say this with me and those who are visitors you can also say with me when you go you'll know that you're a visitor shall we all say together those of you here close your eyes let's say dear lord jesus dear lord jesus i thank you for today i thank you for today i believe in my heart i believe in my heart that jesus christ that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That you have forgiven me of my sins. That you have forgiven me of my sins. And from today. And from today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for them. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenia. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abbey Dovenia. God bless you.